God damn, buddy. The legend grows. Yeah. <laughs> Pity. Let's get it. You know we're the best goddamn podcast in the goddamn world. I just don't know yet. They'll figure right. it out. They'll figure it out. Fuck. All right, Untamed Gang. We're back. Back in business, dynamic duo. Not so much prep, but we're back for ready for action. How about that? Back to back golf champions. Trying for a three, Pete. Coming this weekend. Yeah, it's Saturday. We're going to put our shit talking to the test. I mean, it's more common as the shit talk, but we're going to put it up there. That's for sure. I think think this weekend is going to be a lot more to prove than last year. I think so, too. I think it's going to be probably a lot, man. Probably <clears throat> it's it's like I don't know, you you're you're expected to win almost, so you have that pressure. I don't know how to put this, but we're kind of a big deal. <laughs> People know us now. <laughs> I've heard murmurs around the shop about who to look to beat and typically there's only two names that come up, and surprisingly, it's it's mine and yours. Oh, yeah. All day. I mean, I wouldn't All expect day. anything less. But Cause... people are uh, kind of strategizing, and we're on the radar, which I'm surprised last year we weren't on the radar. I guess we had to prove to them why we were, but this year we're on the top of the radar. Dude, people are, people are scouting us out, huh? Yeah, I've I've seen game film and it kind of bugs me because it's just like me at my house and they're taking home footage of me <laughs> just doing daily chores, wondering how I stay in shape for a golf tournament is big in a magnitude of this one, but I'm just <laughs> I guess I just got it. Sometimes I just wake up and piss excellence. You know, that's just all there is to it. I mow my lawn. Just like everyone else, I put my pants on one leg at a time, just like you guys do. But I happen to go out there and shoot birdies. You shoot birds? <laughs> yeah, not with the twenty-two, neither. Yep, just like my son just said, I shoot birds. Yeah, with an approach way. I guess with the I nine know. iron. About that. With a nine iron. <clears throat> with a nine iron. Oh. Yeah. Oh. <clears throat> Yeah, you guys, you guys know the deal though. Fuck, follow, share, send our shit. Have some pretty good game. Uh, well, you know the deal. Follow, subscribe. I don't know, links posted below. Hit up that link tree. Hit us up on YouTube and shit. Cause you know it's Wednesday, motherfuckers. Hump right. day. You know it's time to get everybody else is all waiting for the weekend. Eh, trying to be all, oh, it's going to be so fun. Except the golf tournament would be pretty sick. <clears throat> it's going to be epic. You know we're in beast mode all the fucking time. All right. This is what we fucking do. So, no big deal. <laughs> no big deal. That being said, Pete, what do you think about <laughs> successfully par- parallel parking in a ridiculously tight spot? Well, you, you know, you got some spectators on the side waiting to see if you can pull it off. Well, kind of like the big stage as such of a, you know, golf tournament. One twice. 
I look forward to those situations. I see people, and I almost feel like they are deliberately watching me, like as a can he pull it off? And then I spit on one palm and I spit on the other, rub them together, oh, yeah. grab the steering wheel, take my right arm, put it over the passenger seat, and I butter <laughs> that thing right in, like a biscuit. Every, like a biscuit every time. And then as soon as I step out of the car, I have rose petals at my feet. People asking for my autograph. But I think that's a lost art. People know me. Kind of a big deal. <laughs> kind of big and then rose petals out. <laughs> rose petals, you know, I'm I'm getting handed bouquets. Yeah, right? You step it's, out. It, it's wild. It's incredible. The red but, carpet rolls. At least that's like what goes on in my mind. But as soon as I step out. Nobody gives a shit. Yeah. Everyone's just going about their day. But I want acknowledgement. I want recognition for something like that because that's a big accomplishment. Dude, parallel parking's tough, especially if you put the pressure on. Because you know, you have if you're in traffic, say downtown or something, you have to pull up directly next to the car. Oh, and nice then step one. right, and then Go if there's on. people behind you, you got to put it in reverse, and hopefully they don't crowd your spot. But While you throw the blinker on. Throw the blinker on. Maybe the hazards. Mm-hmm. I don't know. People, you don't know how to drive. <laughs> I was going to say, it depends. <laughs> depends who's driving. But yeah, then you fucking wedge that in without hitting the curb. It's an art. Subtle art. Yeah, without having to pull forward even a hair after you, you know, swung your ass in. Oh, boy. I know a lot of you out there know exactly the feeling of nailing a parallel park. Oh, bro. Oh my god. Yeah. Well, perfect one. Dude, wildest story. So, uh, I was in my apartment this is years back and asked my dad to bring over the trailer so we could load some shit in it. The motherfucker pulls up in um like the middle lane, like the turning lane. Mm-hmm. And he lets traffic go by with the trailer on him, my dad. Parallel parks this motherfucker in front of my apartment, like on a busy street. Um, yeah, bro, is up up by the airport. I don't know if you know where that is, but yeah, it, down, yeah, baby. he like She's fucking parallel parked it, nailed it. Didn't have to budge right on the sidewalk. I'm like, the old man comes in hot with the trailer. Blew my mind, bro. Smoothest thing I've ever seen in my life. I was like, holy smooth fuck. as eggs. Oh, smooth as eggs, some might say. That bending. I guarantee he just turned the engine off with his keys, I might add. No push button bullshit. Turned the engine off, pulled the keys out, tucked them up above the visor, and walked out and said, What do we have to load? That's no oh, big oh, yeah. deal. No big deal. The only thing would make it better if he rolled out puffing his Siggy or a big oh, stogie. Yeah. I mean, like, hey guys, where do we go from here? You guys see that shit? Dude, I wish it came out and was just like, you guys see that shit? You know, just flex. I would have loved it. Oh, hell no. He was doing that in his head. He wasn't going to let anyone else know that he just (laughs) fucking was sweating bullets and then buttered it. Buttered it. He was just so like over the moon that he just nailed it first try in front of everyone in a busy street in a high stress environment. And pulled the most impressive part is just the. The amount of like traffic, you know, when you're trying to like pull in from 
a parking spot pull into traffic. Oh yeah. Yeah, like those tight windows. The motherfucker just rolls in parallel parks in the tight window. I was like, holy fuck, he's doing it. He's do he's doing it really good. Holy shit, he's pulling it off. Fuck. I mean, I I didn't doubt him, but to see it actually like go down, I was shocked. Oh yeah, that's why your your dad wears a cape still. He's a fucking superhero. Oh, oh yeah, bro, <laughs> with the wind, with the fan constantly in front of him blowing his cape, uh, blowing awesome. a cigarette out. Well, yeah, that's why I didn't smoke. <laughs> it's too windy. You, you know, your dad has told this story though. Like he probably told it as soon as he got home to somebody. It never spoke of it. Hell no, that's that's the buildup. I mean, he, I don't he's, think he's ever brought it up. We just talk about it sometimes. I'm like, holy fuck, dad. I don't think he's ever done that in his life beforehand or after. He just Probably happened not. to butter right in front of you. Dude, he's he's one of like the masters of pulling like these one tricks and mm-hmm. then just retiring the jersey, right? Well, yeah, you got it. You got to go out on top. You know how big my dad is. He was... So this is when I was younger, probably like 10, right? Braden's age. And we go, I don't know, maybe I was a little bit older, but anyway, we go to this water, water park and my dad's telling me he can do a one and a half off a diving board. And I was like, what? I was like, dad, I mean, maybe I was like, I barely even flip, but sure. Nobody believed him. You know, our whole family, extended family, everyone was there. He's like, well, I could do it. Like, all right, we'll go do it. Motherfucker rolls up, you know, 270. Damn. Big boy, 6'2", 270, and then bounce off the diving board, pulls a perfect one and a half, like a flip into a dive. Nails it. I was like, oh, Jesus. Never seen him do it ever again, but God damn, he just pulls these crazy moments out of nowhere. I can do that. So much weight and spin, he almost caused a tornado. Fucking about caused a tidal wave when you hit the pool. <laughs> you see a bunch of newspapers flying and kids flying out of the pool. Oh yeah, a bunch of paparazzi you were <laughs> flashing after, bro. See, that's what when he hit the water, he was expecting paparazzi when oh, he got man. out of the water. Dude. Well, I guarantee you expected the cut to go wild as soon as his head came above water. Just the crowd. Lifeguard just blowing the whistle. Shut her down. Best flip we're going to see all day. Everyone just get out. Oh, yeah. Devin Board's closed. (laughs) Nothing to see here, folks. It's also slightly bent. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) Guaranteed. Probably touched the water. Barely sprung up. Oh yeah, yeah. It was a lot fucking cooler in your memory as a kid than it probably actually was. Like if you saw it now, you probably just barely even spun, barely barely stuck the landing. If if he did, but that's just a cool memory burned into your head because that was your dad, superhero, pulling off the five forty flyaway. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, with the Superman seat grab. Oh, yeah, never to be seen again. He came back as oh. Clark Kent. I don't think he's been to a pool since. Well, God, no. Your dad knows how to go out on top. Yeah, he you. does. Oh, yeah, he does. He's like, oh, they want me to do it again, but nah. So he's got to check it off the list. All right, no more trailers, no more pools. Yeah. I've already retired my jersey here, here, and here. Here, the trailer thing was wild, though, because I was an adult. 
I mean, this is probably like six years ago. Oh, damn. Yeah, that's that's really impressive then. Because in that situation, I'd be nervous as hell. It would take me two, three attempts. To parallel park it, it's hard enough just to back it the fuck in. Yeah, I'm learning how to back up the trailer. And I'm getting better. You know, back up the camper. I get a decent practice nowadays. No, but it's in your blood, man. It's in your blood. I guess, bro. I saw it. And I was like, it's in my DNA. It was just, I don't know. I'm still shocked by it. Just the fact that, like, shooting the gap, because it wasn't a big gap, and then pulls it off. I don't even think he pulled forward, bro. I think he just nailed it. Dude. <laughs> yeah, bro. And it's it's not like the massive trip. It's probably, you know, 15-footer, 20-footer. Eh, yeah, probably 15. Still. But still, I mean, dude, hard. just doing that in general. Who can, people can't even parallel park in general. And then along yeah. with the trailer... To let the trailer park next to the curb without hitting it, and then your truck tires just come right next to it, just pulled up. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised about a boner. Man, I was going to say, how did you not? <laughs> it's the pleats. <laughs> it's the pattern in the pants, huh? Yeah. yeah. Your, your dad hopped out just tugging at his jeans. It's the pleats, son. <laughs> it's the pleats. Don't mind this. <laughs> yeah, man. <clears throat> crazy dude Meanwhile, he's doing like tiny little fist bumps like yeah yeah i know that probably just so no one can see i'm pretty sure he just i mean I, I don't know if he's a visor guy but he put his keys away and threw on his shades though oh absolutely flicked a cigarette with some swagger <laughs> he somehow walked out in slow motion i think he did i think my brain was still in slow motion because he pulled it off just get out, you know, just hear the car door open, then the crowd goes wild. I guarantee you. Good for him. The funny thing is, like, looking back on even in your earlier days, like, when I say earlier days, I'm talking, like, 10 years ago in your 20s. You feel like you could do shit like that. But then now in your 30s, man, even little things like your dad jumping off the diving board, and trying that rotation. I wouldn't even attempt that anymore because I know how much repercussions there's going to be if I don't do it, or even if I succeed. It's going to hurt. Oh, yeah. You're in fucking teed, man. Like, I, I, I don't try to do any of that. <laughs> you know better. <laughs> <clears throat> no, man. Like, like uh, I don't know. That'll kind of segue pretty fucking good into our you know, next topic. P is just... What do you do in your 20s that you're, you you could do in your 20s that you can't really or don't even want to attempt in your 30s? Because that. Right. I've got a very sad, very sad example of this is because my son is 10 years old. And last night, we were, you know, just throwing the football around. And he's a fast little kid. I mean, he's got wheels. He's quick. But sometimes you got to let him know who dad is. Okay. And my, my dumb ass thinking, you know, you, you think I'm not fast? And I can't remember the last time I sprinted, but I challenged him in a race. A full-on sprint race. Okay. Go on. Spoiler alert, I won. <laughs> so I still, I still maintain the, the title. But his hamstrings aren't sore today. Mine are fucking thumping. 
from one sprint. It was probably it was probably a forty yard dash. I don't know. I probably ran it in four eight. I don't know. More oh. than likely, it felt like four eight, but kind of like your dad's slow motion flip. I probably ran a five two, five six, five six. I mean, damn. I don't even want to time my. Wouldn't it be embarrassing? Probably, man. I I feel like I'm still quick and I have strength, but my strength, I've never been like the fastest guy. You know, I, in football and shit, I was ran like four seven forties. Nothing like crazy, but I mean, it's I was fast, but not athletic. like blazing. Maybe four eight. I don't know, but yeah, athletic. I know I can move in the pocket well, but like now, fuck, I still got my strength. Quickness has probably gone down, but it's probably still there. But man, my speed is probably shot. Gone. I mean, when's the last time you went into a full sprint? To chase one of the fucking dogs. After they pissed oh, me shit. off, chasing <laughs> fucking mad about it, bro. At least, did, did you do the old classic, like, lose your balance and, like, start windmilling your arms in the, until you fucking nosedived? No, because that was cool. I was afraid of that. I was afraid that my son would witness me doing that in a race, and then all my dignity and my whole name would be shattered. I'd have to pass the torch at that point. Oh, man. Maybe if 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 I, I don't know, probably, I don't know then. I, I probably think I can run without stumbling and tripping over unless there's a bunch of rocks. I'll blame it on them. <laughs> a fucking boy. Look at you using the environment. I'm already prepping. But, yeah, dude shoes on. I was like, I was ready to blame the dude shoes. But with with like regular, I don't know, shit. Say the dogs, for instance. That my adrenaline's up so high. Like the dogs were fighting, um, battling it out and stuff, and I just sprinted over like a missile. Felt like I was running like the wind. But you don't think about it then. You're just like, holy fuck, I got to get there. So get there yeah. and grab them both like they're two cats, you know, in survival just, mode. And just fucking yank them up by their scruff in the back of their neck, you know? And, <clears throat> oh, yeah. Well, I ain't getting my hand bit. I'm just going to grab you. Sometimes I'll just pick them up and fucking launch them as far as I can, <laughs> like a. Damn. Like I'm trying out for the Olympics. What do they? What, yeah. I don't know what they call that. The ball toss. I don't the, know. It's like when you spin like three times in a row. Yeah, and just yeah, eat yeah. Them. that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, you just fucking launch it. That's what I do with the dog. Except I don't spin. I just fucking <laughs> the old 1080 toss. Yeah, I just launch. <laughs> I've I've only done it like I don't know when they're battling because I'm like, no, motherfuckers, you guys need to know I mean business. But that being said. My speed was there. I think. I don't know. I could have been running like a fucking seven flat. You know? <laughs> I'm going to have to break some news to you. Your, your speed wasn't there, but you were fucking booking it. Oh, bro. I was trying. I felt like I was going, going like the wind. You heard like a slight breeze. Probably. But but you got, you got there. I got there, though. I mean, I got, I'm still, you know, still athletic. My, I was talking to my dad about this. He was saying he could do anything until 45 hit. He's like, from 30, he's like, I felt the same at 30 till I was 45. And could do all the same shit, throw the football. Because he would play catch with me and stuff, so he was pretty, uh, I don't know, pretty, I don't know what the word is. 
like in tuned, I guess, with like yeah. playing ball and, and being active and stuff. So that probably helped out, but he's like, I didn't really like start losing anything. He's like, then I noticed like my speed dropped a lot and, you know, life hits, I guess. But yeah. Yeah. Because I feel like that right now. Like, I feel like I can, if I were to be challenged for an athletic activity, like, I'm pretty, I'm pretty active as far as, you know, my day to day goes. I just don't. Like, I don't go play basketball competitively and do all that stuff because I know that would probably put a little damper, probably pull a hammy or something. But, like, in a short spurt, like, yeah, I can do, a, I can still do, I can crank out probably 10 one handed push ups. One handed? One handed. That's not bad. The first one pops my back like crazy and actually feels pretty good. <laughs> How many regular push ups can you do? Probably, I don't even know. I haven't even, see, that's the thing is like, I haven't tried to push my body to that point to see what my capabilities are because I know the repercussions from it. I know if I, if I cranked out as much as I could, if I maxed out my push ups, I'd be like, yeah, I did 22 push ups. And then I'd wake up like, Fuck, I did 22 push ups. Like, it would hurt. Like, I know, I know that would be like, man, my triceps are on fire, my chest on fire. And I wouldn't. I wouldn't uh, be too proud in that moment. Nah, I, I think you'd be all right. You think you'd be a little sore? I think you'd feel good. We're not like that. We're thirty-three, but we're not like ancient. But shit hits harder. That's oh, for yeah. sure. But I'm just gonna say, I just did like a a forty-yard dash with my son yesterday. My hamstrings are on fire. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, because you used them. I mean, you still got them. If you raced them every day, it'd be fine. Yeah, I mean, but I mean, no who point. else do that? There's no point. I mean, come oh. on, man. What am I? I'm not sprinting and mowing the lawn. Yeah. I got a rider. I beat you again, son. <laughs> this gets boring. She <laughs> bores me. I mean, but the funny thing is, like playing golf, like I twist my back so much that my body's kind of like used to that motion. That motion here in a few years, I think, is going to hurt. Like probably like your dad saying forty five, yeah. But right now I'm I'm still I'm still good. Yeah, that's that's one thing. I know this is a little off topic, but I know that like my I'm, I'm super happy to see my dad taking care of himself, like trying to get more healthy and stay in shape and lose weight and eat better. He's like fifty six now, and I mean you start to decline a little bit, and he's kind of seeing it. You're just, Stubborn, doesn't want to think that he's lost it. I'm like, well, you haven't lost it, but just got to take care of yourself. Yeah. So it's cool to see. But you also kind of see if you do stay in shape. It's also motivation for me to stay in shape and stuff. So I don't have to do some push ups and fucking die. Right. Because you kind of see like the decline that he's probably going through like noticing that he just can't quite physically do everything i think you kind of hit a small little barrier unless you're like actively in shape and constantly doing things but me personally i've noticed like that decline from mid-20s to you know now mid-30s right it's it's a little decline and 
I don't know. I don't even know some of the things we could do that we did in our twenties. I mean, probably drinking a lot. Like I can't. I can't. Before in our twenties, bro, we. Yeah. All right. Sorry about that, folks. We had a little technical difficulties here, but we are back again. Um. So back into things you could do in your twenties. Not so much thirties. Not so much. Alright, B, what do you what do you got, man? What you got any specific shit that like you can't do? What um, do just shameful shit. <clears throat> I like bringing up because uh, <laughs> even myself thinking about it is like, oh my gosh! Like even just jumping off of something, like I find myself slowly taking the least damaging route. <laughs> like I used to fucking just jump off the top of a fence or something. Yeah. I can't even think about climbing a fence now without thinking about my knees buckling. Dude, isn't that the truth? I mean, we could probably do it, but like just the jolt it sends to your joints, like jumping down from that far, you're just like, oh, all right. We're not oh, yeah. used there's, to that. There's like one word and one thought that comes to mind before I decide to do something. It's the impact. The yes. impact on my, and it's mostly knees. Like I think about my knees so much. And I've, I've blown my knee out, so maybe that has something to do with it, but it's more than that. It's just like, man, that's going to hurt. That's going to hurt tomorrow. That's going to hurt right now. I might not even make this. <laughs> you might put me down. <laughs> I might break every bone in my body. <laughs> just jumping over. <laughs> just jumping over a fence, and next thing you know, you're just reduced to rubble with an IV in your arm. Asking what happened. Dude, it's exactly how it is, though. You, It's not that you like can't do shit. It's just, yeah, the impact or the aftermath of what you're doing, fucking, it ain't good always. Like drinking, hangovers. Oh, yeah. In your 20s, 21, partying up all night, next day in the morning. Now you try to do that, you're like, holy shit, my head is bumping. Oh, yeah. And you just don't recover as quick. And that kind of scares me thinking about what your dad was saying that, what was it, 45? 45. That was like the, uh, that was his fucking pinnacle. And then he had to realize that he had to take care of his body. Because now, mine's, I feel like mine's like 34, which is coming up in a few weeks. Wow. That's my pinnacle. He did go fucking pretty hard, dude. I'll be honest. Pretty hard hard in the 20s. I mean, let me just lay it out for listeners out there. In our 20s, we would probably drink heavily. We probably drank every day. Most days. Yes. Probably five out of seven days. And we drank heavy. On a bad week. Yeah. And then we drink heavy probably three to four days out of the week. Like pretty heavy. You know, there was always Whiskey Wednesday or... Thirsty Thursdays or fucked up Fridays. There's all these names. You just have fun and go along and do your thing. But drinking, eh, not so much. I mean, your speed's gone. <laughs> it's gone. Evaporated. Like my joints. Yeah. Like you, yeah, your joints. <laughs> your my bucket. endurance shot. Oh, endurance, man. How about that? I mean, 
we'll just say it's a you still do it but it's a lot easier to hump in your 20s got a lot of stamina you know you got a lot of drive go get her they used to call me the camel because i had so many humps (laughs) camel's hump oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) now they call me the rug i ain't got none i just cut them not the best nickname they call me the camel (laughs) (laughs) i peed a lot and i could hump (laughs) oh yeah i retained a lot of water (laughs) wetting you drink like a fish you have humps like a camel and you cut a rug dude it just sucks so much though for just all the shit that basically you see yourself declining a little bit not bad but you see the signs of it you just ache a little bit i don't know like when i'm running my my cardio has gone notice that i should i mean i could probably get everything back if i trained for it but it's hard yeah. when you have everyday life that's but like Probably Why would you pay it. for it? Exactly. You know, like so, without a reason. The only reason that I'm trying to stay healthy and get in better shape, go to the gym, is so I can play with my kid, play sports, mm-hmm. teach him how to throw. I don't want to be that dad who's fucking sitting on the couch and be like, ah, oh, you know, I'm just too tired. Like, no, I'm not going to be that fucking guy. I'm going to get up every fucking day and go get it. You're going to do it even if it makes you tired. Like I was saying, I challenged him to a sprint yesterday. I'm done for. My my hammies are toast. But you still do it. Yeah, good for you, though. Send it. I mean, why not? It's have fun. I mean, a lot, of, a lot of people, I won't say a lot of people. That's just me trying to justify, um, make me feel better a little bit for <laughs> Or actually doing it. But a lot of people, I mean, statistically speaking, like 85% of dads wouldn't be able to do what I did yesterday. That's just facts. Oh, yeah. Facts. Straight facts, people. Look look them up. up. Look them up. Listen. Take our word for it. (laughs) Yeah, trust me, bro. Come on. (laughs) Come on now. Yeah, dude. There's probably plenty of fucking things that you can't do in your 20s. I mean, some stuff you you just don't want to do. Like, how bad does the bar sound? Like, not terrible, but also, you know why you go there. It sounds miserable. You know, you go there to, I mean, we used to go in our 20s to go holler, have fun, get drunk. Now it's like, I want to go to a chill place, relax. I want to be all, people up in my face talking to me all the time. I want to get some thinking done. Yeah. That's about it. I mean, I'll shoot some pool, do that type of stuff, but God, I just don't don't even want to spend the energy. Oh man, we me and Michelle went to the concert recently. Two Chains and Rick Ross. I think they had Twist a couple couple other people. It was all right. Uh, it was not very big turnout. I thought it'd be a lot bigger, but just the like wow. the vibe of the crowd, bunch of thugs. Tough guys. Nobody's nah. really like having a good time in the, like there's a few parts of the crowd, but a lot of it are just just mean mug and energy. And I'm like, I'm just here to have a good time, man. I'm not trying to watch my back be protective this whole time. I'm here yeah. to chill. You know, I'm not trying to get into a fucking fight. You know, I'm trying to relax, have a good time, enjoy the concert. I didn't pay forty bucks to beat someone up. 
Paid, Seriously. You know, throws it off. Paid 40, 50 bucks to go see a fucking concert. And I don't know. I just didn't enjoy it like I used to in my 20s. I didn't enjoy it much. It could be because I didn't know every song, but I know a lot of the songs. I just, I don't know. I wasn't feeling it. And I was like, man, I would rather be gambling. Oh, buddy. Don't you even. How dare you? So it was just the wildest that. thing. We went and dropped 100 bucks on craps. Way better than the concert. So much more fun. Wait, they were at, at Fort Hall? Yeah. Wild, huh? What the f- I thought you, I thought you guys like went out of state or to uh-uh. like Salt Lake City or something to go see this. Uh-uh. I mean, that should be living. <laughs> <laughs> they went to the local reservation. <laughs> yeah, bro. I mean, they put on some. They had a couple. Uh, I think they had Lee Bryce concert, big countries. They've had like Ti and shit. They've had. They've had well, they've had Ti and Nelly a while back. I think last summer. Old T. Yeah, T's the name's not short enough. Yeah, you gotta shorten that down, man. Come on, <laughs> good wordy. Ti, <laughs> Ti, that's like a couple syllables. Come on, man. T. Jeez Louise, man. I can't believe they were just here. Like, man, you should have hit me up. I would have went and shot some craps with you. Yeah, bro. Well, that was kind of the spur of the moment thing because I just. I don't enjoy it as much. That was kind of the main thing in my stories. I just don't enjoy it tons. There's some things you just don't enjoy. Maybe, I don't know if you grow out of it. Maybe something you can't, or you, like, you can still do, but you still have fun doing. Like, in your 20s are a blast. But when you're 30, yeah. you don't enjoy it. Maybe you can still do it and have fun, but don't enjoy it as much. I think it's just your priority shift. And so that just seems kind of like that's not, top goal to just go and have a a crazy time and just do this this and this and that used to be your idea of fun so you kind of think that yeah i'll enjoy this and i'll have a great time then we don't it's just like why didn't i have fun that's kind of weird but you don't care enough to be like well i gotta look into it it's just like nah that's that's just not me anymore i think they call that growing up yeah maturity i think It's, it's weird but it might hit you, it might not, but when it does, you'll end up on the craps table throwing $100 down. <laughs> Dude, do you think it's just maturity, like growing up, so to speak, or do you think a lot of stuff in your 20s? Because like, if we somebody put a beer pong table in front of us, sure, we'd probably have fun, but it's not oh, something yeah. we seek out. Like, I'd rather go play cornhole, probably. Yeah. I think there's a... I mean, if you could just mindlessly do it, you probably will, you know, get back in that moment and have fun like that and, and kind of live up to the expectation of it. But you can't really do that. There's other expectations, or not expectations, there's other responsibilities. So they come with their own certain, there's a little balance you have to keep there. In your mm-hmm. 20s, you didn't give a fuck. No. You just went for it. And so every moment was the fullest, funnest moment. And then, so you set the bar and you go into your later years. It's like, you can't live up to that bar because that was already set and you already did, you know, to the top of the scale. Yeah. It's almost like your, your timeline is past. Like you, that's in the past. It's like, we started in a new chapter of the book. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. 
And that's kind of how I feel about turning 30. It's kind of like just starting a new chapter. You start doing more grown-up shit, buying houses. Maybe before. But you buy houses, have kids, and then your life fucking changes. And then your 20s are like, eh, well, sure, you try things. You know, you try oh, to yeah. be Braden in a race. And, and then you find I out, like, oh, fuck, well, maybe I need to take care of myself or, you know, Hold do up, let's clear, let's clear the record. I beat him, okay? So don't <laughs> These right, ain't my dusty forties we're talking. That's the next chapter. All right, I was trying to skim by him in case you get back. <laughs> yeah, come on, man! Don't flip through the pages. You got to read the middle part. I know it's the boring fluff, but I still beat him. All right, yeah, I still beat him, and he still ended up mowing the lawn. So, well, not not my lawn. That's that's my lawn to mow. All right, could have sworn him. I seen him on the on the tractor the other day, but. That was just for the gram. <laughs> <laughs> As the kids say. Yeah. I'll let him mow most of it. I just take the credit and mow the edges. The blades weren't even down. <laughs> <laughs> A little joyride. Oh, yeah. I'll let him just wander around the yard until, you know, the real mowing needed to be done. And that's when I take over. Huh. Dude, what do we do in our 20s? Like, besides drink a lot. We drank a lot. Party, yeah. had fun. I mean, we I gambled mean, and stuff. Gambling's still fun. Yeah, but even that is different now. Like, that... The levels of gambling that I used to do is... I don't even gamble now. Like, I'll, I'll buy a scratcher here and there. But the levels of gambling and just the amount of money that I spent is... Now that I think about it, is like, sickening. Dude, wait till I put you on the fucking crab table and you go wild. You'd be like, holy fuck. I shot 500 yeah. bucks. Oh, when the fever God. hits on you, bro, when the fever hits, you're like, uh-huh. I mean, if I fucking profited $500 now, I would just be over the moon. I'd be like, how in the hell did I turn $1 bet into 500 Because that's all I'm willing to lose. $1. Right <laughs> We rub four quarters together real quick. Oh, yeah. And just, just set them all in. <laughs> I'll take the dollar chip, sir. You take quarters? Right. <laughs> Am oh. I breaking that? It's still fun. I have a good time. I just know, I don't know. I'm just like, fuck it. You got to bet big to win big. Boom. Like before oh, in the yeah. 20s, you know, we'd just go and drop 100 bucks and try to let it last, have some fun. Now I'm like, I'll drop 100 bucks and I might pull out another hundo. You know, and just. But that's still exhilarating. Yeah, it's a good time. It's, it's probably more fun now in 30s than it was in 20s. I can see that because the, the dollar means different. Before yeah. you could just go and blow whatever the hell. Yeah. And now it means your water bill. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, you bring some <laughs> shit and you're like, oh, well, I could spend this. I'm not going to go too crazy. I'm going to budget out a little bit. Right. But you're also like, all right, well, if I lose 200 bucks, lose 200 bucks. Yeah. Now I got to go and balance my checkbook real quick and then make sure I got enough funds to drop yeah. this $25 bet. Oh, man. I believe that's coming. <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah. No, I mean, I definitely reminisce because that was that was fun as shit. And I actually like I had plenty of losses, believe me. I had plenty of losses. 
but I also had plenty of big moments that were just, it would just be, there's nothing that could compare to it. The thrill of just like winning that money. Dude, it's so much fun. And now it's still, it's still exhilarating, still fun. You have a blast. It's just a little bit different, but it's so much fun. Dude. Man, I would, I would definitely go lay it down on some blackjack. I think blackjack was really fun until you got the asshole on the table that ruined the whole table's hand. Yeah. Third base. Good third base. No one's waving you in, buddy. Stay put. <laughs> yeah. Come right, on why down. are you taking the bus card? What are you doing, man? What are you, young and 20? Stupid. Uh, yeah, I know, dude. It's fucking dumb. Dude, how about heartburn? Like in your 20s and then your 30s. You could eat whatever the fuck you want in your 20s. You're like, oh, I want two Baconators, please. Down the hatch. You know, now you're like, oof, I don't know. Even the appetite difference. Like when I was in my, you know, early 20s, late teens, man, I could put some food down big time. And now I'm just like, you know, I eat a Triscuit and a glass of water and I'm, I'm stuffed. Dude, it's wild, huh? My appetite's not quite that bad, but um, it's, it's pretty low. Like, I don't eat, I'll eat a burger and be satisfied most of the time. But, yeah, like, I work with these, these kids who are like 19 years old, 18, 20, and we go to lunch and they just, not even just lunch, but like going to breakfast, they'll eat a fuck full breakfast burrito. Lunch, they'll eat a full meal. I'm just like, good lord! Like I could take that morning breakfast burrito and save the second half for lunch, and I'll be fine. Yeah. And they're just tiny; they're like 150, 160 pounds. And I'm sitting here eating little fucking scraps, and I'm still weighing two ten. Dude, your appetite goes way down, and they're probably like, "Are you gonna finish that?" Props. Yeah, the hell no. This is my family's fucking dinner. Finish it later, <laughs> bad. All right, chill out. Yeah, this not was... in front of the fellas. Yeah, don't call me out. Yeah, no, come on now. <laughs> yeah, so dude. what if I did didn't get a fucking full Happy Meal down? At least I got a toy. Dude, it's so weird. Just how everything changes without you even realizing it. It's just like you just get older and you. You slowly figure out the things you can't do anymore. You don't want to do just because your appetite's not there. Your body doesn't function the same or it's 30 years of wear and tear on it. Well, if you think of it this way, like you think about you, you're in your own body and you grow every single day. So you're, you're used to seeing your changes. But if you went back to your, you know, 15 year high school reunion and someone had that last picture of you and then to now they would see that difference immediately even if you wanted to break it down to like a time lapse of a year by year by year by year you would they'd be able to see it and you'd be able to see it but yeah day to day you don't recognize that shit because it's constantly with you yeah just like your your kiddo growing up you know see day to day and all of a sudden people are like holy fuck it's huge yeah He's getting big, but you don't see it day to day. Just like mm-hmm. you don't see your slow decline. And 
it's not like that bad. I mean, we we for for comedic humor, we kind of make it out on some shit. Still, like, there's a lot of things that just eat you up. Like, you can't eat the same shit because it doesn't agree, and you're like, I don't want to piss out my ass for her the next couple days, so I'm avoid that. Oh yeah, I, I would just, like to have that, but I know what it's gonna do. Yeah, and I'm like trying to eat healthier and stuff, trying to maintain a good weight, trying to. I'm not push through to forties and stuff. I'm not doing any of that. Well, you might think about it, bro. And otherwise, <laughs> otherwise you're gonna hit it when you're like 55 and like, fuck, I gotta start being healthier. I'm gonna try to, I don't know, combat that earlier. I guess. See what happens. I mean, who knows? But I'm gonna try. See what's good. I mean, you got the right the right mindset for it. I mean, I applaud you, but uh, I'm going to hit the wall. <laughs> yeah. I'd rather just crash into it and then and try and figure it out. And if I don't make it, I don't make it. Yeah. I mean, that works. You know what I mean? <laughs> Appreciate it, man. <laughs> yeah, you know, do your thing, buddy. You know, just keep it up. Keep up the good work. <laughs> man, you are killing it. <laughs> I just see, just because I see people in my family that are, they're trying later. And I'm like, I might try now. Also, getting told you're pre-diabetic, that'll fucking shock your world. And I'm, I changed a lot since then. Yeah, when it becomes a reality. I think that's the biggest push for me to do that was fucking pre-diabetic. And I was like, fuck, I'm like 33. What do you mean? I need that much sugar? Probably the beer, but you never know. No, you never All the know. shitty food. And you kind of get a wake-up call and you're like, all right, I better fucking figure it out. It's it's weird because it turns into a full-on lifestyle change. And when you've built a foundation, you know, on your early years, your, your foundation's pretty much set. So to change the lifestyle after that is, is pretty hard. And yes, it's definitely beneficial to do that. But, I mean, you got to rewire yourself. Yeah, pretty much. That's what I had to do is just rewire everything, daily shit force myself to eat healthier to get in that mindset try to try to do some cool shit i mean later on stay up for it but i don't know i mean you just try to do what you can do just because you realize that you're not in your 20s anymore like shit's tougher and no matter how much we think we are how much even when you're 40s or 50s you think you still got it like you gotta i don't know wake your wake up call is coming one of the things for sure is when you're when you're younger, you feel like you're, you know, nothing can affect you. I can get over anything. You are what's the word I'm looking for? Not like, not vulnerable. You're not invincible. Acceptable. You're, yeah. you're invincible. Yeah. So you you think that you could do anything, and then you, because your body's like ready to recover for that. When you're older, it's just not in the cards. No, not you really. Have, you have to learn how to accept that, which is, you know, one thing that I definitely struggle with because I'll still do things that I know that I probably shouldn't, and then I pay for it. Well, yeah. I'm, I'm okay paying for it, but later on, it's going to be bad. Yeah. It's just weird how much shit. I, I'm I'm sure we're missing fucking billions of things that do day to day that are you know kind of 
I don't know, on and off and and maybe maybe kind of let you know, but I don't know. Day to day, you know, you don't notice, but it's when you try to do shit that you used to do, like run around, play some I don't know, competitive sports, like athletic, running around, like playing flag football or something. Not super contact because when you're older, but still just doing that, exerting that much effort into shit, it, mm-hmm. it plays a toll on you. And you realize, like, all right, I'm finding my limits. And it, it's all right, but also at the same time, kind of sucks. But I guarantee one fucking thing right now is that you put me up against a competitive situation. My mind already knows that, okay, yeah, I know I can do this because I've been able to do it my whole life. I haven't been able to do it for a while because I've never tried. So I just know that I have been able to achieve it before. I can probably still do it. It's going to hurt like a motherfucker because I won't, I won't give myself the uh, disappointment and not being able to do it. So I'll push myself to do it. You'll probably even end up, I mean, you'll probably do that, but I think the next step is when you, when you play a pickup game and you got a bunch of old fucks, they just play their game. They don't try to do what they used to do. They just crisp passes Bank shots. Oh, yeah. Old man jumpers. Yeah, bro. I mean, it's nasty, but that's what they do. I think it turns into that. Like, all right, young guns, let me show you. You you almost appreciate it, though. Like, man, he's got that old Tim Duncan game. Mm -hmm. I mean, you respect it. Oh, I mean, you have to. But they know their their levels. And we're definitely not out of the game. We can still do a lot of shit. Yeah, I was going to say, we're, I mean... Like you're saying, champs for comedic purposes, we are definitely going on like saying that we are old and out of it. But my mentality says because I used to be able to do it that I could still do it right now. God damn it! Back to back champs, golf, very physical, competitive. Yeah, get another trophy. Yeah, I think we can't just go and do it. We got the talent stuff, just pulling it off, and that's what we do best. Guarantee I can still throw a fastball 78 miles an hour. Oh my god, yeah, you can. Blew my mind. Might hurt hurt for a few days, but I can still do it. You know, and it's pretty fast. I mean, you know, you people in the major league throwing 90s and shit, but still, that's how many? Yeah, we can edit this out and say 87, right? I threw threw a fastball 87 miles an hour. 87, people. (laughs) (laughs) The price is going up. Called inflation. Exactly. Come on now. Come on, buddy. Shoulders are going out. Yeah, man. But there's there's a few things. I mean, I guess, I don't know, fucking moral of it is you kind of you kind of just got to keep rolling with the punches, keep fighting through. And Maybe you're going to realize, though, that you can't do or you don't want to do shit. It's just different in your, in I mean, your 30s. You know, you just you're not having sleepovers anymore. You're not crashing on buddy's couch as much. Oh man, but those were the days. Yeah, getting getting drunk, passing out your buddy's house after party or something. Like, yeah, it's it's cool. But yeah, when you're in your third, you're like, fuck, now I got a family, I got shit to do, I got work, I got all this shit. So it just changes. Oh. <clears throat> oh. Am I the asshole? Am I the asshole? Depends on the day. 
Let me ask you, Paul. Today's <laughs> Wednesday, and I feel like an asshole. All right. But let me ask you this question. Am oh. I the asshole for having a beer at lunch with my Mormon in-laws? Mmm, body. All righty. It's a good question to ask. Here's the story that goes along with it. So, am I the asshole? My wife's family are all Mormons. I was raised Catholic, but pretty much lost interest in most organized religions by the time I was 17. My wife is an ex-Mormon. This is an incredibly contentious topic in her family. We avoid any talks of religion, as my wife has made it clear to me that she is willing to cut contact if they start trying to convert back. Good start. start. I'll avoid saying anything too insightful to Mormons here, but the fact of the matter is that her family is just a bit bizarre. They take their faith way too seriously, acting far too self-righteous for their own good and seem to take any criticism of Mormonism way too personally. The last point is really weird because they take the actions of others as personal sites, slights against them. A good, a good example of this is when her brother met my tattoo artist. Okay. My wife, at the time, was planning on getting a tattoo from her. Oh, boy. Let's see. Here we go. Something that's against Mormon beliefs. This caused a massive incident that my sister got dragged into, despite not knowing her family at all. This leads to what happened Monday. Ooh, everyone grab your popcorn. I'll give you a second. Grab popcorn, get ready. Here comes the juicy details. All righty. Her parents usually invite us out to eat two to three times a month. We met up Friday for lunch. I took half the afternoon off work, so I decided to order a beer. Oh, man. Mormons are firmly against alcohol. That's their choice. But I was raised Catholic, so drinking with meals was like a family tradition. We always pay for our own food when we go out, so I didn't think anything of it. When I got my drink, though I knew something was up, both of her parents kind of gave me the cold shoulder for the rest of lunch and left pretty quickly after they finished eating. I didn't think anything of it until I got a text from my F-I-L, what the hell does that mean? Father-in-law, what? maybe? Uh, makes sense. Until I got Ew. to text my father-in-law, old Phil. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that was a, an acronym, but we'll roll. Oh, Philly. Uh, old Phil. I got a text from old Phil saying he's super disappointed I would disrespect them and their faith like that at lunch. I asked him what the hell he was on. He <laughs> <laughs> fucking battled back. Fire at bat. Alright. I asked him what the hell he was on about and we kinda got into it. He didn't say it, but inferred I was intentionally trying to make them uncomfortable at lunch by ordering beer. I told him that every action one who's not a Mormon takes is not meant specifically to attack their faith. And take self righteous attitude and shove it up his ass. <laughs> Damn. He put Phil in his place. Billy, cheese steak, buddy. We've essentially been ghosting her family since, and they've been trying to stir the pot. My wife found out what I said, or my wife found what I said is funny, but I was thinking about it and wondering if I actually was being disrespectful. In the end, they did invite us to lunch, and drinking and drinking may have been tone deaf on my part. 
I feel like they're overreacting, though. Am I the asshole? All right, I'm dropping that in your lap. <laughs> no. I mean, there's a question mark in that. But no, I, I, don't, I don't think the dude's an asshole. I think do whatever the fuck you want. If people are uncomfortable, like, that's on them. Mm-hmm. But maybe not do whatever you want. Be respectful. But at the same time, I mean, it's, it's, it's dinner or lunch, right? And you're just having a beer. It's not like you're, I don't know, bringing strippers in and doing cocaine. <laughs> like, you're just ordering a beer at lunch. How common is that? For you to get that offended about a, ordering a beer that doesn't harm anyone. It's not, it makes you a little uncomfortable. I mean, you know, they're not half-naked dudes shaking their ass in front of you. Or... <laughs> yeah. What the fuck, man? I mean, you know, I don't know. Like, if you just... it's I, I was just thinking, like, most of an uncomfortable situation. Like, Yeah, I think you pretty much nailed the number one. Did you Google, like, the most uncomfortable situation? <laughs> no, I was like, well, be it. maybe make me uncomfortable. I don't know. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, it's just a beer. It's very common... I don't think the motherfucker should be all, be all worried about it. Except maybe calling your father-in-law to shove it up his ass. Mm. Yeah, I think I think that's where it gets to the point of you... The father-in-law definitely pressed the matter on calling him disrespectful and all this stuff because he's going fully along with his beliefs and his faiths and pushing that on him, saying, hey, you were being this way. And not even saying like to me, you're, you were just saying, I mean, you can have your opinion and say that, like, I find that disrespectful or even relay the message. But if you come attacking on something that I don't believe, then yes, I'm going to attack right back because I don't believe that. So you're disrespectful or being a piece of shit just as much for doing that to me and your, your daughter who I'm married to. Yeah. I mean, if you got a problem, speak up. Don't send a weenie little text message after dinner. Be like, well, that was super disrespectful. I wish you went to order a beard and cause mayhem in my faith, in my religion. It just right. Like, what is he that upset about? I mean, uh, you just send him over the edge, and he's gonna go down to the strip club now because he thinks that a, ordering a beer is gonna fall off the bandwagon. Like, what the fuck are you mad about? I don't understand. Because my in-laws, I mean, they're they're Christian and stuff. But I'll order a beer. I don't mind. If I want to drink, I want to drink. And have a beer with lunch. Maybe I had a long day. Yeah. But no? that, doesn't, that doesn't go along with how they would handle a long day. So that's, that's the difference there. Is it's closed-minded to think that everyone responds and deals with things the exact same way that you would but to like judge someone and be mad about something that they decide to do it's like you decided to do this so i could get pissed off at you for not ordering a beer yeah i should be mad at you for not joining me exactly i mean i'm italian okay you you don't have fucking rosé with your panini i don't even know if that's the right combination, but I don't know. But, yeah, I mean, he probably should have said something along the lines of, "Well, this is that's just what my family does. It's very 
very normal for us to have a beer at dinner, loosen up a little bit. We don't get crazy. That's just some of my upbringing on what my family does. It's just one of our rituals or whatever you want to call it. And so, I don't know, to me, I think the father-in-law's way out of line. Yes. He should be, oh, I'm a disrespected big. You know, there's so many different ways to approach that. You'd just be like, hey, you know, if you need to order a beer, but it makes me a little uncomfortable, whatever. Even that's a little weenie, but at least it's non-confrontational. Yeah, exactly. I was going to say the response could have been less confrontational and handled better, but it's hard to not attack back when you feel attacked. Oh, yeah. I mean, honestly, I probably would have done the same thing. Shove it up your asshole, man. I want to have a beer. I want to fucking have a beer. Especially when it's not that big of a deal or him attacking you like that contradicts how you were raised and what you did. Like, then it's almost like you're attacking not only me, but you're attacking the brought up and frowning down upon it, being self-righteous. Exactly what you're doing. I mean, that is definitely, it's wrong on the father-in-law's end. The response could have been handled better for sure, but I don't blame the response. I don't, I don't like the way that the father-in-law handled it. So father-in-law is the asshole. That's my vote. Yeah. Father-in-law is the fucking asshole. He needs to figure it out. Like he's, he's your father-in-law. You're probably 50s, 60s. Chill the fuck out. You don't, not everything's about you. You're making it about you. But, oh, I'm so uncomfortable. I'm feeling this way. Well, it's supposed to be a family thing. It's not about you, motherfucker. I bet you the dad's just an asshole a lot. Or maybe he had a bad day. I don't know. If he's asking if he's the asshole, this thing probably hasn't came up much or not much of waves. But yeah. at the same time, I don't know. I feel like... There's so many different ways to approach. If you call somebody out like that, you should almost expect someone to return fire. Like, hey, well, it's very disrespectful for you to drink beer in my presence. Not when you're in a controlling environment and anything he says goes, which could be the exact fucking situation because they're, I mean, he's probably used to it. Like, he's probably used to a very closed environment. Everything is ran a certain way, and when something is outside of his control, he feels feels like he can probably talk to him like that. When real mm. world, world hits mm. and he gets a, an awakening, that is just like no, that's not how shit rolls around me and in my life and how I was brought up. So you can take this as information, but fuck you. <laughs> Yeah, and I'm curious to see how long he's been around. Is it like with your in-laws yeah. and shit? You're around him a lot. Oh yeah, and so I mean, not everyone is, but if they're in the same town or general vicinity, you'll probably see him a decent amount enough to probably have a beer. I wonder if if they don't see each other much, or they never got to dinner, and this was just, a, or maybe I hit it this whole time, and he's finally like, "Fuck it, I want a beer." I don't know, but regardless, father-in-law, you're an asshole. If somebody wants to have a beer, cool. Are we going to yell him if he goes in the parking lot and smokes a cigarette, too? Like, 
What are you mad about? You know who your daughter married. You know he drinks. Why are you mad about it? That he brought it in your presence? What are you fucking above everyone? And that's that's the thing is it's it's funny that I stumbled upon that particular question is because I have a very similar dynamic. Like my wife and her family is, you know, very well, my wife isn't, but her family is LDS. And so in that environment, I felt myself being uncomfortable being able to do stuff like that. I I wanted to toe the line and see what was disrespectful, what wasn't. So I typically wouldn't order a beer or even be that way around them because I wanted to show my respect and I didn't want to make them or my wife uncomfortable around that whole situation. But there also had to be a meet in the middle where you have to understand who I am and accept that as well or else we're not going to coexist. We're going to butt heads and that's just going to cause a rift which you you have like your predetermined notions of like what you think is going to happen. You think they're going to think this of you, especially in like this situation. But when they turn around and like surprise you and be like are okay with it, then it's like, oh, so you do see me as normal. You see my behavior as normal. Like I'm not bad at doing this, but in asshole's case, that's where like that's where if if I were in that role, I probably would have not been very fucking nice either. Yeah, probably not. Especially if you get called out for that shit over a text. You can't just say something in the in time. What a pussy move. It's like, oh well, I don't know. I don't I don't know. I can't quote a word for word what he said, but basically he's like, Oh well, you know, I'm, I'm disrespectful or you hurt my feelings or whatever, like Come on, man. Do you get mad at the table next to you for ordering beer, too? Yeah, in your presence. Yeah, come on. Like, It's not like people get out of control of the beer. Like, calm yourself down. Just have a good time. about that? Enjoy your fucking time. Don't worry about what everyone else is doing. You know? They're not harming you or bringing it your way. Not really. The beer's for him. He's not rubbing it in your face. Like, just relax a little bit, old man. Chill the fuck out. You know, he, like, that's shit you don't want to do. All that does is cause waves in the family for no fucking reason. Mm-hmm. What if he came up to you and was like, well, Catholics are the only way, and your more religion sucks ass. It's all fucking <laughs> fake. What if he came like that, and then the dude fucking would lose his mind? This game O'Doyle rules. Yeah, like, what if he's what if he like sent missionaries over to his house and was like, "Nah, you need to convert." Like, that oh would be, that would be like not really the same, but close to like yeah, trying to force it, what the fuck he's doing. It would be didn't. like a it would be like just a, a weak way of trying to assert your control and your yeah. dominance. Just like it, it would be as equally as disrespectful as he probably took ordering a beer, but he wouldn't see it that way. Nah, he'd be like, I'm trying to do him a favor. Yeah. I'm trying to do you a favor, man. Loosen up here. I'll buy the next fucking round. You take one. 
seriously, man. I don't know how to handle it. I'd probably get very upset the same. I'd probably tell him to shove it up his ass. Then oh, see yeah. what happens, what? you know, then see what happens. I mean, then be like, all right, old man, let's see what you fucking got then. If you want to, if you're that passionate about me ordering a beer, how about I'm passionate about kicking your ass? And we'll find right. out, we'll find out then. You worried about this little beer? You should have seen what your daughter was doing to me. Are you kidding me? Yeah. That's not very Mormon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, get out of your bubble, old man. Come on. You know, like people just do whatever the fuck they want to do. Let them, let them be. Let them order a fucking beer. It's legal. You know, not in my face. Ah, oh, buddy. Well, well, I don't know. I mean, it's cool, but at the same time, father-in-law, don't be an asshole. All right, just chill out. Cause, I mean, if the daughter's on his side, clearly taking his side about it. And they're not talking to the family anymore. Look what you just did. Because your candy ass can't handle someone ordering a beer in front of you. I don't care what religion you're in. I don't care. Like, quit trying to fucking force people to do what they do. Let them be. Isn't that the whole point of religion trying to be like, hey, you want to be closer to God, not closer to your ways or you, the religion's ways? The religion is being closer to God. Everyone is, that's what they are supposed to be, right? You're supposed to be, oh, how to get closer to God. Let me help you. That yeah, is not helping fucking anything but being a stubborn little douche. That's a crazy thing is like when it turns into basically I'm just okay to separate ties with the family because they don't believe the exact same thing I believe. Like that's when it becomes like, well, is this family or... What is the definition of family now? Because you've been telling me family is this, this, and this my whole life. But then when I turn my back or disappoint or something like that, and then you're gone because I didn't uphold yeah, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, your expectations of who you yeah. think I should be. Well, I'm not who you think I should be. I am who I am. And, you know, there, there's time and place to, if you're, I don't know, <clears throat> There's maybe a time and a place not to order beer. But obviously he's fucking comfortable enough to be like, oh, we're at lunch. We're at dinner. Definitely places to order beer. And be fine. That's Yeah, I mean that's like you gotta read the room a little bit. Yeah. That's for damn sure. But at the same time, it's like when you're in that full comfortable environment, it's like, can I can I do this? Can I order a beer? When it turns into like, a, I'm going to order a beer and then I'm completely shunned and we're getting these texts and all this shit, then it's just like, no, like, I'm not, like, obviously, I'm a piece of shit for doing that. My apologies. <laughs> but you can shove it up your ass. Yeah. With my apology. With my apology <laughs> following. Yeah. You can fart my apology out. I don't care. Yeah. Well, in other words, Phil, Phil's the asshole. Fucking Phil. Fucking Phil, buddy. <laughs> I'm surprised you fucking nailed that. I don't know. I'm surprised too. Just came to me weird. But <laughs> you know Phil? I know Phil. Well, let's fucking end it there, buddy. That's a good one. I liked it. All right. Well, on that note, cheers. Yeah. To all you Phil's. Cheers for the Phil's.
Brady's for the Just boys. for the pills. Right. Till next time, players.